Come get loud and show the world the power of the pack for your USAS Huskies. All tickets and information at huskytickets.com. Apologies for the technical difficulties there a moment ago. Um, the It's not going to sound like much, but the uh, profile page was set up incorrectly for me to talk. So someone else's profile was set up and it wasn't conducive. Long story short, I am here and I will do the news and sports uh, <laughs> at 7 o'clock. It's still there. I just couldn't talk. I couldn't figure it out. And when you're doing live radio, I sat here for like what felt like 10 minutes even though it was probably like five seconds, looking at this board full of buttons going, oh my God, what do I do? So anyway, apologies for that. I did want to remind you and let you know uh, the holiday train arrives in Saskatoon today, which is super exciting. That thing is so impressive and beautiful. Uh, It should roll in at around 8.35 p.m., depending on, you know... If the train's on time, show that it, uh, like the show itself from the train starts at 8.45 and it runs till about 9.15. And this is all, of course, happening at the overpass on 7th Avenue North, which, in case you're wondering, is the corner of Warburton and 7th Avenue, right by Shoppers Drug Mart there. You can't miss it if you know where the train tracks are in Saskatoon. That's where it's happening. Parking uh, restrictions and detours, obviously, they are going to be in place. And this whole uh, train is in support of food banks across Canada here in Saskatoon. Obviously, the Saskatoon Food Bank and Learning Centre always needs our donation. It's um, the first time we've had the holiday train in Saskatoon since 2019, and it always used to be the CP uh, Rail train, and now it's apparently merged with Kansas City Southern Railway, so now it's the CP Casey holiday train, regardless. The Anyway Gang is performing some Christmas music from the stage on the train, in case you didn't know, the Anywhere Gang, uh, Anyway Gang is Sam Roberts, Chris Murphy from Sloan, Menno Verstig from Colorado, and Dave Monks from Tokyo Police Club, so it's like a Canadian super group. Anybody going to check out the holiday train? is asked to bring uh, a donation for the Saskatoon Food Bank and Learning Centre. They want to fill 40 bins with some food for emergency hampers. And in case you were wondering what that was, um, emergency hampers, they need baby food, formula, canned fruits and veggies, soups and stews, pasta, cereals, all those kind of things. So yeah, if you're looking for something to do tonight, that's what you can do. The holiday train is going to roll in about 8.30. I was talking yesterday about companies that rely on snow to make a living. And it's tough right now, obviously, because as you can see, we have no snow. And there's not really any significant snow in the forecast uh, because we missed the weather (laughs) at 6 o'clock there. We do have some rain probably on Thursday because it's going to be plus 1. It's going to be plus 4 today. Another... I guess, I don't want to say sector that might be struggling a little bit, um, but they're noticing a lack of snow um, and the temperatures is the uh, people who fled outdoor rinks, ODRs in Saskatoon are like two and a half weeks behind um, because, you know, you need fairly specific conditions in order to make a rink work. And one of the things is cold temperatures, obviously, which we do have overnight. You know, it's like a good freezing temperature, but it's still not ideal because during the day, the sun's out it gets a bit warmer and the work that has been done is just kind of melting away some community associations do have their rinks going 
and that's a loose term. Brunskill has it, um, but if you're thinking of like the big one, the Miwasan rink downtown is not ready for skaters. They're not sure when they're going to be open. They are usually open mid-December, so they're not necessarily behind schedule, but again, not ideal conditions. And if you're like me and you can't skate very good, you need ideal conditions. I need a very flat surface, <laughs> otherwise I'm on my face. Romantic skates uh, by the Besboro will be slightly delayed, just so you know. I've got some terrible news. Oh, my goodness, terrible news. Nicolas Cage says he only has a few more movies left in him. Maybe three, maybe four. That's still a few, you know, It's that's four movies. Um, but regardless, it sounds like uh, Mr. Nicolas Cage wants to get into TV. Unless he said there was a very special occasion or a revisitation of one of his favorite big screen roles, like sequels to Face Off or Ghost Rider. Those are his favorite roles. I want another Con Air. Uh, but Cage did say that what it is, is he wants to get into TV, even though he doesn't really watch TV. His son convinced him to watch Breaking Bad, and he was like, oh my God, that series was magnificent. And he said it got him interested in doing quality work episodically. He wanted to explore other formats, and he called it, he was interested in immersion streaming with episodic television. So basically, what he, he, it came down to was like, he realized how in, you know, shows that have episodes, and he kept going back to Breaking Bad, you have more time to develop characters, right? Because it's an entire series, and like, if you have seen Breaking Bad, you really see how Walter White changed from the chemistry teacher to what he turned into, and Nicolas Cage is like, yep, that sounds amazing to me, I am down for that, get me a TV role. So, uh, yeah, we might be seeing less of Nicolas Cage on the big screen and just more of him on the small screen, silver screen. I'm not sure how that works, but uh, regardless, maybe we won't see another, what was that movie? Declaration of it, where he steals a Declaration of Independence. Oh, Stacy, for shame, I don't even know my Nicolas Cage movies. Shame. I'm always interested in uh, dictionaries all the time, <laughs> whether it's Merriam-Webster or Oxford. Um, I don't know. I just these articles come out all the time, right? It's the word of the year. Merriam-Webster did theirs not too long ago. I can't remember what it was. Uh, Oxford, though, uh, they've chosen their word of the year for 2023, and it's Riz, R-I-Z-Z. Which, if you're like me, you're asking, what the hell does that even mean? Here you go. It's derived from the word charisma. Riz refers to a person's ability to attract a romantic partner through style, charm, or attractiveness. And I guess this is a thing because um, Tom Holland, who is in Spider-Man, was asked in an interview what the secret to his Riz was. And he was like, ah... I have no Riz. I have limited... Like, I feel ridiculous even reading this. It sounds so silly. And in case you're wondering, word of the year contenders don't need to be new words. They just have to have significance to the year in question, reflecting the mood, ethos, or preoccupations of the year. So, I I don't know. It's a slang. And honestly, I had I just learned what that word meant right now. And I know I don't represent the entire public <laughs> but at the same time i had no idea what it meant and i feel silly because i don't know what it means but at the same time it looks like it's just the biggest buzz year ever um runner-ups finalists was the word prompt 
which is the instruction given to an artificial intelligence program that influences the content it creates. Uh, Situationship, which means a romantic partnership that is not considered to be formal or established. I like that. That's kind of fun. And then the other runner-up was Swifty, the name given to Taylor Swift fans. And then last year's word of the year, by the way, again, goblin mode. A term for behavior that is unapologetically lazy in a way that rejects social norms. What a time to be alive, people. What a time to be alive. I had so much fun yesterday with the unpopular opinions. Mine was just that I hate the smell of bacon cooking, um, which some people found just atrocious and misunderstood my question. I basically asked, like, what's your unpopular opinion? But when I said, what's yours, people thought I meant, what's the smell you hate? So clearly I need to be more clear with my questions. Um, but regardless, I just wanted to touch back on a few of them. Uh, Anita, steak needs to be well cooked to eat. Not medium rare, which is basically like eating it raw. <laughs> oh, Anita. I feel like that when it comes to steak, the people who like it well done are in the minority. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, Sandy said pineapple on pizza is delicious. Yes, she's starting that whole thing. Um, someone else said avocados are tasteless mush. You know what? It's weird. Avocados don't really have a significant taste. Uh, there's such a beautiful shade of green, but they do add to things. Sometimes you need foods that are like additions, right? It just makes things better. I feel like avocado makes things better. Plus guacamole. Come on. Uh, on the text, though, we got some as well. Catherine said she'd rather drive in silence than with music playing. <laughs> Again, unpopular opinion. And then here's where things got a bit weird. Clint was like, hot dogs are better than hamburgers and cheeseburgers. That's a bold statement. Hot dogs, really? Then a delicious cheeseburger? And beer tastes better at room temperature. I have never in my life heard anybody say that. Ever, ever. Danielle's movie theater popcorn isn't very good. I'm, this is very shocking to me. And then an, somebody who wanted to remain anonymous, they just didn't include their name. Oatmeal raisin cookies are better than chocolate chip cookies. <gasps> On the last one, pumpkin pie is disgusting. I'm I'm feeling personally attacked by some of these. If you still want to share some unpopular opinions, you're more than welcome to. 938-0963. A really cute animal story in the news out of Ontario. Um, an escaped kangaroo was on the loose in Oshawa, uh, but it was captured yesterday. The best part, I feel... I don't want to say the best part. Obviously, the, the kangaroo is back safe, which is the best part. But guess what the kangaroo's name is? Nathan. <laughs> Those situations, right, where you give an animal a person's name. Um, the kangaroo's name is Nathan. And it was in a truck en route to a zoo in Quebec when it jumped over its handlers and escaped when they were you know, basically they were taking a pee at a rest stop sort of thing. So they searched for the kangaroo. Experts, volunteers, they started on Friday and it went all through the weekend. And just so you know, the kangaroo was born and raised in captivity. So it was probably a little scared, but also maybe enjoying the taste of freedom. I don't know. Um, Officers on patrol, though, I think it was yesterday, spotted the kangaroo about 3 a.m. on a rural property, just hanging out. And they kept their eyes on it for a while and were able to get in touch with the kangaroo's handler. And on the advice of the handler, they said, just grab it by the tail. 
I, for some reason, I feel like that's not the best way to do it because I don't think it was the best advice. Nathan punched a police officer in the face during this whole thing. Kangaroos are feisty. You've seen the videos of some of those jacked ones punching people. It's disturbing. Uh, regardless, Nathan is now safe, recovering, and is going to stay at the Oshawa Zoo until he's deemed ready to continue his journey to wherever he was going in Quebec. But yeah, that sounds almost like if you were to replace that with a person, you know, like punching a f- police officer in the face. No, it was a kangaroo. <laughs> I would never have expected that as a turn in the story. I love it. Glad you're safe, Nathan. Cruise FM, that is White Snake. It's Stacy. I'm fighting off a sneeze. (laughs) Anyway, it is uh, that time of year where at some point in the next little bit, you're going to be encouraged to take part in some kind of gift exchange. Whether it's at work, with a family, group of friends, it's bound to happen. I do have to say, uh, Wine Survivor, quite enjoy that one. There is very little commitment. All you have to do is bring a couple of bottles of wine to work, throw them in the mix, and hope for the best. It's very straightforward. There's almost like no interaction that needs to happen. But absolutely, uh, there will be a number of discussions and arguments about the rules of whatever gift exchange you decide to take part in. I actually looked up um, the white elephant gift exchange, which is the one that I think the most of er, the majority of us are used to. And this, the website was literally like white elephant gift exchange. <laughs> so it's legit. And I have to say... I feel like the way I play that with the coworkers that we have here at Cruise, I think we're doing okay. Everyone likes to say, like, when it comes time to play the game, everyone's like, yeah, you can only exchange this one twice if it's been... And there's a lot of shouting and stuff, but it usually ends up working out okay. Um, And there are, you know, different kinds of gift exchanges that you can do. For the Cruise staff party, we have it on Friday. Um, We've done gift card exchanges before, which are kind of fun. At the same time... It's just like a gift. You know what I mean? It's like a gift card. There's always one that everybody fights over. We've done liquor exchanges. Uh, but this year we're doing the garage sale gift exchange where you take something from your house that you would probably put into a garage sale and then you wrap it up and pass it on to some other sucker that you work with. And they get to take it home. It is pretty fun though because, I don't know, it's better than... You know, someone going out, when you say, let's do a gift exchange, it's a $15 limit. And everyone just, like, goes and gets a gift card anyway for, like, Tim's or something, right? That's that's okay. This one's a little bit more fun because it gets kind of goofy. You have weird things around your house where you're like, why do I still have this? One year, someone got a legit VHS machine, and I think it was season one of the OC. <laughs> like, that's a very decent gift to take away from a gift exchange. What's the best gift you've gotten from a gift exchange, nine three eight zero nine six three. Don't say Tim's card because that's just not true. And uh, Starbucks card, I guess that would be a slightly better. I am a member of a few different pages on Facebook. Nothing crazy. I'm not one of those people where I'm like a creeper on Facebook. I've never post anything. I just like to creep around and read comments and get advice. That sort of thing, which I know you shouldn't get advice from social media, but I do. And so I joined a couple. I'm in that restaurant one, Good, Bad, and the Ugly. That's always super entertaining. And I'm also in the Saskatoon Costco Lovers Club. This is the second group I've joined. Those are the only two that I am a part of. And uh, I love Costco. So I want to know all the tips and tricks and how many of this are left in which location. And that's kind of what it's like, right? It's, you know, has anybody seen this blanket at the North Store? It's very, it's helpful 
helpful. And at the same time, it is such a good example. Like, you know, the faith in humanity restored sort of thing. I just have to say that the people on this page, it'll be like, hey, I found this brown wallet at the South Costco Friday at noon. If it's yours, call me, message me with what's inside and I'll get it back to you. I have seen on more than five occasions for sure where somebody was like, hey, I found this, uh, you know, sleeve of strawberries <laughs> or what, is, what are those things called? Container of strawberries left in a cart at the South location. You know, like people are actually doing kind things in this group and putting it out there. It's like, oh, if you lost your debit card, I found it at the Costco in the North and here's my information. Contact me if it's yours. I just wanted to say that every once in a while you do get reminded that there are good people out there. Some of these ones happen to be in a Costco lovers Facebook page, but regardless... My faith in humanity is restored because there are good people out there. And if you lose your wallet at a Costco, there's a very good chance someone will pick it up and post it on the Facebook page so you can get it back. I love it. Uh, I was having some technical difficulties earlier this morning and it kind of puts you, I have to say, like I'm on a little, I'm on edge slightly. There's this one button that isn't working on the, on the big board of all buttons that we have here. And so now I'm kind of like flustered when I'm trying to do things. So just bear with me if you will. Copy, paste. There we go. That's better. Uh, this is really cool. I didn't realize that this hadn't been number one, but this song right now, ladies and gentlemen, is not Number one on the Billboard charts. Uh, yeah, Brenda Lee. That song came out in 1958, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. It is number one on the Billboard Hot 100 for the first time 65 years later. And this is pretty cool because, as you know, when it comes to Christmas... Mariah Carey always holds the spot with All I Want for Christmas is You. And so because Brenda Lee is in the top spot right now, she broke a record. She kicked Mariah Carey out of the number one spot. Um, this is like the third number one Brenda Lee has had in her career. She was 13 years old when she recorded this song crazy and she is still alive to celebrate which is lovely and she also said you know i can't believe that it's actually number one and i feel like the fact that it's number one i don't know christmas songs get kind of a bad rap because back in the day they were a little weird you know there's some strange lyrics that maybe don't translate as ma as well uh to 2023 but this one either like Love you, Brenda Lee. But does anybody actually rock around the Christmas tree? Like, I don't want to critique her song or anything, but honestly, Brenda, it's not really that valid. If you're missing Husky games, you're missing out. Game schedules and tickets available at huskytickets.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.